podcast i'm steve i'm brandon what's up dude not a whole lot buddy just uh we're i mean we're finally into school season football season yes you know the lions probably already lost but i'm no i don't think so i'm calling it a win i'm calling calling it a win opening night win opening night win i mean they looked good during preseason went two and one in the preseason so yeah i mean I mean, they only lost by a lot to the Jacksonville Jaguars, so it's fine. But they didn't—they didn't play their starters at all. No. I mean, no. They, I think the defense played starters the last game a little bit, but a little bit, not a whole lot. But Jared Goff didn't play a down in the last game he at need all, to, man. Yeah, he didn't need. He didn't play at all. He didn't play the pre whole preseason. Right. He didn't play any so, game. They so don't the, need him to play though. But, but the fact that we had there. our start—the fact that we had our starters sitting a lot. And we can still pull off two wins. That says a lot about the depth that the Detroit Lions I'm have. I'm just saying, dude, they're build they're building something. It should be good. I'm 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 hoping for for uh for over ten wins this season. So I think we got it. I think we got it too. We'll figure it out. Plus, you know, everybody else sucks, and old Kirky out there in Minnesota. Hey, hey, you never know. He might be yeah, all right, or you might get those is. those all those rookie young bloods in uh, Green Bay to maybe put something together. Who knows? At least we didn't spend three draft picks on a quarterback that's now playing in Dallas. Um, yeah, that's that still that's guy. still nuts to me. I saw a meme today that said that had like a bunch of guys like looking towards something, and it says the moment Dak Prescott throws his first interception, it's got all these people like looking like, what are they gonna do? Where's Trey at? Well, I right. put a fourth round pick on him though, so whatever. He I needs mean, a couple more years to figure himself out. Yeah. I mean, we're getting into stupid season. We're getting into fantasy season where I'm going to get texts from you every other every other hour about different trades you're going to throw for the first 10 weeks of the season. Eh, probably not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, so it is time for like our normal podcast schedule programming. What yeah. we do on this thing. Yeah. Um, And today, Brandon, who are we talking about? We are talking about a guy who I am very intrigued by. Um, yes. I was I was introduced to him just on TikTok. I didn't realize that he was a musician at first. Like I really, I didn't, it took me a while. And then I saw him actually like singing and performing his stuff and talking about the, the things that he, he, he deals with, which I'm sure you'll get into. And, well, and it's like, interesting. All right. And then I'm in, so I, I, this is my first ever go around. I've obviously heard him on the radio but you never just really just didn't know it was him until now. Really? Yeah. So wow. this is a lot of fresh ears for me. Um, I mean, not with this album because I've listened to it and I'll get into it a lot more. I've listened to this on repeat a lot. Um, so I. I, I've, I've, I'll get into it, but I've like, I've shed a tear at least on one or two or five of these tracks. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to start right now. Cause fuck you. on one of the tracks. Me. No, we'll talk about it. Oh you boy. know which one, dickhead. Do I? Huh? You sent me a video at 4.30 in the morning. I did? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Anyway, guys, so we we're talking about the one and only, one and only Lewis Capaldi. I tried to do it in his 
in his in his, his little uh, Scottish his Scottish accent. Accent. And we are doing his album "Broken by Desire to Be Heavenly Sent," which is an awesome song. It's an awesome, uh, awesome album title. Album title. His first one's sure. even better. I will tell you what that one is uh, in a minute here. But I love the just looking at it, Steve. The cover art for this. You know what it reminds me of? The Truman the South Show. Park? Oh, the Truman Show, yes. The Truman Show. Him sitting like remember like when Jim Carrey was, realizes that he's he's on the steps, yeah. he realizes he's in this dome, takes a bow. Like this is what it reminds me of. Like Lewis is sitting on those steps anyway. Yeah, it's just the it's a it's there's a little bit of his personality comes out in small doses in some things, but he's not funny. All. I thought he okay. is hilarious. I thought he was a comedian, is what I thought that he was. I mean, he is. I'm, yeah, he's hilarious. But no, you're you're not wrong. So, Louis Mark Capaldi, a Scottish singer, songwriter, and musician, mm-hmm. active since 2013. Now he's only 26 years old. So he was 13. Yeah, good for him. Well, he was 16. 16. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah 15, 16 yeah. years old. Uh, he is described as uh, pop and what they call blue-eyed soul. Do you ever mm. heard that term blue-eyed soul before? I have not. So it's a term that was popularized back in the 60s to describe white artists who sound mm. and act like their black counterparts. You know, I, I, you said that, and I didn't want to think that that's what that meant, but it... It, mm, it was... Okay strongly used for the Beatles and the Stones. Sure. But not just them. Clapton got it some too. And there's no. other artists that went to that, like that really went to the blues, but they were white artists and they caught so the blue eyed soul is a a term I hadn't heard before, but it makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. Um it's a very big in the European culture. Apparently. Okay. So it's it's something that's used there quite frequently. Now, Lewis himself burst into the scene in 2017 when he released the single Bruises. Um, the single actually reached nearly 28 million downloads on Spotify mm. worldwide. And he holds the record for the fastest unsigned artist to reach 25 million downloads. Wow. Uh, in 2019, the single Someone You Loved um, came out. Um, this single was number one in the UK charts for seven weeks was number one in the Hot 100 charts and was nominated for Song of the Year in, tw- in the 2020 Grammys and won the 2020 Brit Song of the Year. Also, he also won the Best New Artist Brit Award in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the track was the top UK single in 2019 and has the record for the longest running single in the UK top 10. Wow. Um, that's someone you loved. Now... Uh, as a teenager, we're well, gonna. As you said, he was sixteen when he started. He he started writing songs. Um, and he to play the songs. He actually got a, a taste of performing when he was four. His parents were on a, on a cruise, and they were, and he got on stage and started performing. Okay. And ever since, he just wanted to be on stage, wanted sure. to perform, just wanted to be the center of attention. Um, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um. But when he was 16, he started kind of writing 15, 16 years old, started writing songs and he snuck into pubs, his older brother to play in like open mics. Oh, and ended up playing shows at pubs as a minor. Oh, good. He was getting booked then to play because people liked him. Yeah. Um, He has uh, two albums. This one, the one we're doing today, and his first album is called Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish Extent. 
I love it. Yes. Uh, one live album was at Wembley. I'm pretty sure that one was at. Uh, seven EPs, which are extended plays. So like either he put out himself or in between his albums. Mm-hmm. And 11 singles. Now, you're not going to get this reference, I don't think, because you're not this kind of nerd. For the nerds, he is actually related to Peter Capaldi, uh, who was of the Doctor Who fame. He was the old guy. Uh, and Peter actually did appear in the video for Someone You Loved as well. Interesting. Um, and uh, we talk about some of the, his medical things. Um, in 2022, uh, Lewis came out publicly with his diagnosis of Tourette's syndrome and imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with what imposter syndrome is, it's the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. Basically, it's your brain consistently lying to you, telling you that you're a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. We all get that from time to time. For others, when it's very, very difficult, it is an actual syndrome. It's sure. imposter syndrome. Yeah. And we, I, I believe everyone knows what Tourette's is. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, in a, uncontrollable ticks or things that happen yeah. um and, and if you guys live under a rock and don't see his tiktoks he posts him and his fans post a lot of the videos of him on stage performing he'll get a tick he'll have to walk away from the mic but the cool thing is is his fans sing the song while the band keeps going yes and that's happened multiple times uh, yeah. to him now um, you haven't seen those videos in a while because he stopped touring in June of 23. Mm. Um, he he announced he was taking a break from touring to focus on his mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after several instances where the Tourette syndrome prevented him from finishing his show and fans had to help him by singing. Mm-hmm. He legitimately couldn't sing. He was having, if you watch the videos, he's trying to do it, but he can't. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately can't keep it going. Um in the in the midst of this album though before just before it came out he did actually do a netflix documentary that was called how i'm feeling now in april of 2023 to talk about the new album and also the medical diagnosis so he kind of like broke down what was going on interesting and that is on it's on netflix it's a it's a fantastic right. it's a documentary it's only like an hour and a half long it's it's okay. it's a cool watch and if you like him he's that charismatic fun yeah funny dude mm-hmm. but will matter of fact frankly talk about what's going on with him and how like his mental health is not good mm-hmm. um it's it's just i'm i'm happy he took the break because touring looked like legitimately was killing him yeah and when i say he's only 26 when you look at pictures of lewis capaldi you wouldn't think he's only 26 right um he's like and rode hard put away wet is what it looks like he's he's gained a bunch of weight he's just not taking care of himself mm-hmm. he looks exhaustedly tired all the time and just it's it's not great um but i mean he's, he's got good spirits of it most time he's very self-deprecating yeah which i'll take um he's kind of an ass too we'll get into that more in a little bit too yeah i tell you what now how many spotify listeners do you think he's pulling right now Oh man. Um he's a popular one. Yeah, but what does that mean? Um we'll go 18 and a half. You're sh- you're uh 
you're way too low. 32.5. Oh my. Mill. Just under just under 32 and a half. 32,000 32,493,903. Uh when I looked this up 2 weeks ago he was at 32.7 so he's lost a couple in the last few weeks but yikes. Last 2 weeks but still. Still over over 32 million. That's crazy. Um now broken by desire to be heavenly sent. I just chuckle when I read that because it's just a tongue-in-cheek uh mm-hmm. album title was released May 19th, 2023. So it just recently came out this year. It's 12 tracks, 43 minutes long. The album debuted at number one on the UK charts and sold more copies than the rest of the top 10 combined on the UK charts at 95,000 its first week. Wow. It was the fa- it was actually the fastest selling record in 2023 in the UK up until that point. I don't know if anything's passed it. Yeah. But it was the fastest to sell that many records that quickly. Wow. Um now, whenever I do these albums and it's the newer ones, there's not a lot going on here. Uh Lewis does talk about kind of how he made the album, but the critics shit all over this album. Well, fuck them. It was nice. But they called Lewis out for his almost formulaic album structure and commenting that, you know, his his song sounds so close to his debut that he really hasn't shown growth. Now, Lewis, in his his best way possible, he countered this that said his process um, is to going out and looking out out at the world and what shit. And then he would go write songs pertaining to that. He said right. he did not want to make a new sound nor reinvent himself, and that the song he want to write he wants to write are emotional songs about love and loss. So well, basically, okay. he walked out the world. He said, "Well, that's shitty. I'm going to write about that." Yeah, and he did, and that's what he does. Yeah. Um, his albums uh, album has reached the top ten in fourteen countries, including number one in six of those fourteen countries. Wow. <clears throat> At three singles, uh, Forget Me, Pointless, and Wish You the Best mm-hmm. were the three singles here. Yep. Now, let's get into our, our favorites. Uh, I'm kind it. of interested to see what yours is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your favorite track? Heavenly Kind of State of Mind. Oh, that's interesting. Track. Yeah. To me, this track is a unique way to talk about having someone in your life who just makes your life so much better. Um, musically, I think the, the, the cadence of Lewis's lyrics, uh, that happened around the music is just perfect. <clears throat> this guy knows his vocal range and takes mm-hmm. full advantage when putting these tracks together. Um, I mean, it's easy and as simple as that heavenly kind of state of mind was my favorite track. I like it. Yeah. So mine was, uh, how I'm feeling now. Okay. The last track on the album is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And now usually when I do this, it's because I'm a jerk and I hate the album. That is far from the case here. I like this album and found it very easy to listen to. The reason I picked the last track is that Lewis does something here that he doesn't do on a lot of, on the rest of the album. He lets a little bit of his quick wit and humor escape and give us just a taste mixed in with the melancholy kind of sadness that he goes with here. Um, the chorus, though, for me is kind of why I pick this. Musically, this whole album, musically itself, isn't mind blowing. No, 
Um, it wasn't meant to be that way, but it's, it's Lewis. Um, the chorus on the song, though, it's lyrically just kind of rings true for me. It's uh, It says, so here's to my beautiful life that seems to leave me so unsatisfied. I, at this point in my life, I have more and done more things than I could ever have imagined for me personally. Um, I'm in a relationship that's lasted nearly 15 years of those 15 years I've been married for 13 of them nearly I'm almost there mm -hmm. um I have four kids take it or leave it I have four kids um I have an awesome house um I have a job that I like most days I'm a business owner alongside my wife but I'm still unsatisfied um I don't know what that looks like I, I mean, Brandon is nodding his head at me because he can see it. I am constantly moving, constantly doing something else. I'm constantly mm -hmm. pushing the boundaries of what should be done or can be done. Mm -hmm. I can look back and say, I have a beautiful life, but I'm not happy with my beautiful life the way it is. I want not necessarily more or even better. I just don't want to rest. It's probably my biggest um, area of a, of a need is I don't rest. Right. Uh, my wife has a very fun statement when it comes to our business and our life. Um, she's quick to say no. I'm quick to say, okay. Right. Um, I think you and I have that same conversation quite frequently as well. Yep. You're quick to say no, and I'm quick to go when, right? And then look at my calendar. And then every so now and work. and every now and again, I tell you, we're you're gonna say no to this, and you have to be fine with that. Yeah, you say that quite frequently. I'm like, and then I'm, you're like, I'm, I'm glad that you did. I'm glad, and then you know, then it all works out. You're fine. We we have those conversations from time to time where you have to you have to like dad me a little bit. Right. Um, even though you're the younger one, and like it is what it is. Not not significantly younger, but, but yeah. Yeah. Enough. Um, yeah, enough. But I have to like go cut the fuck out. Yeah. But I have guardrails in life and you are one of them. My wife is one of the other couple. Mm -hmm. Not very many, but I have people in my life that act as guardrails that know mm -hmm. when I'm bouncing too hard off of things. Mm -hmm. But you guys all know that I don't stop. <laughs> right. At all. I mean, shit, we just did an episode about concerts I went to and there was like 14 of them. Right. And that's just from between the last time we did that episode and this one. It was a lot, but yep. I just, I don't, I can't say no. I'm all, I'm always trying to do something else. Mm -hmm. um, I don't slow down ever unless like the world or life makes me. And I hate when that happens. Yeah. And this, this song, how I'm feeling now is like, it's, it encompasses that. Like I should really be happy with life. And I am. Yeah, I am. I am very happy with my life ninety percent of the time. Yep, but I don't stop. Right. I I want to keep that going, and for me, that happiness needs to be more. Sure. Got to keep moving. Absolutely. If I don't so, move, I'm dead. Right. So, so mine was how I'm feeling now. It's the last track on the album. I feel yep. like it's it is. I for me, it's the best on the on the album for sure. Uh, there, there. But so it's time. More on that one later. I'm sure. So, yeah, 
Hopefully, speaking hopefully, of, good one. Speaking, of, speaking of speaking of moving along, Steve, it's time for the first game of the evening. It is time for the wish you the best, Wang. Wang, let's play Wang. Let's play Wang. What association and game? Wang. What association and game? Wang. Wang. I have the Wang game today. Yeah, you do, but so if you aren't familiar with the Wang game, um, this is a game where we take song titles from the album and we give you a clue or they give the other person a clue to try to guess what song title we're talking about. Yep. Um, sometimes those can be kind of an alliteration, like an actual word association of the song title. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just things I thought were funny. Um, more often than not, it's the latter. Yeah, usually, and I I screw with you, but um. So I picked two, and I'm pretty excited about both of these. Okay. One I think you you might get quickly. Okay. One is a little deeper. We'll see. All right. All right. First one. If I know you, if I know you well enough, I can. I think I can guess one of them without a clue. But we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. First one. Yeah. So that was Louis Capaldi's "Broken by Desire to Be Heavenly Set." I'm Steve, and that's Brandon. Oh man, <laughs> pointless. No, but that's funny. Uh, haven't ever been in love before. Oh, Just no, kidding. how this ends? Yes, <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> that is how this ends. I like, I like that. <laughs> that's great. Legitimately, how this is gonna end? Is exactly yeah, that's like exactly how this is gonna end. All right, I follow that one on the way home the other day. I was like, I gotta write that down. That's, that's funny. Great. That is like, great. I, I didn't even know if I was doing the Wang game. And I'm like, write that one down. Yeah, Save that's that funny. All right, my next one. Yeah, Dave sang it better. Oh man, pop culture reference, maybe. Dave. Dave. Who the fuck is Dave? Dave? Oh, he's Dave. He sang it better. You gotta know the band that I'm talking about. Oh, man. Dave's the lead singer of that band. Heavenly kind of state of mind. No. Oh. Song title that forget, also forget me. Nope. Oh, pointless. Because that band is pointless. No, it's not. Oh, wrong band. Okay. Um, oh man. Oh. Is it leave me slowly? Because that's sad. No, it's not. How I'm feeling no now. No, it's the pretender. Oh, Dave sang it better. Okay, just Dave Grohl, please. You know that, right? I yes, I figured that out after it wasn't Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> he didn't sing anything better. What the shit? That's why I said pointless. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you're wrong. Oh sorry, Noah. Um, he's not listening. Natalie, Natalie might though. She might be. I don't. I don't know. What What's the band that we listened to the last time that she did not like how we we talked about them? Uh, Taylor. No, it was somebody else. Somebody newer, recently. Yeah. Oh, who was it? I don't remember, but don't we got the oh guys. Either. Oh guys, yeah, 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 yeah. Now Speaking I'm... of Natalie, did you see that NSYNC is coming back to do it to a, potentially do an album? I did not. Was it Coldplay? It was Coldplay. Yeah. No, NSYNC is gonna is gonna regroup. The, they're getting the band back together, including JT, and they're gonna do a song for Trolls, the new Trolls movie. Oh. And there's which makes rumor. sense that you can pull JT in for trolls because he's that's in his, the movie. That's his thing. 
Yeah. But there's rumor they might record a new album. I don't. Okay. Hey, dude. Backstreet we'll listen Boys to are, it. The Backstreet Boys are killing it with cash right now. Well, yeah, but I would really prefer, I would really prefer a back sync album. Not going to lie. Yeah, well. We can't doesn't need always it, but... get what we want. Exactly, 100%. But I think, you know, Chris Kirkpatrick could probably eat some cash. Chris Kirkpatrick, um, you could get your ass kicked. Anyway, every time I hear that name, I, that's the I old, tell you. That's the lyric I think of. Poor Chris Kirkpatrick. Time. So that poor, was the Wayne game. We M&M. talked about NSYNC yeah. and Natalie Crossno for some reason. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Nat. Um, uh, so yeah. the, it's time for our least favorites. Least favorites, you start us off. I went with Burning. Okay. Because um, that's how because that's how you feel every time you go to the bathroom. Uh, there's days. Um, but no, I'm sorry, I almost nearly went with "Wish You the Best." Yeah, because of that damn video that you sent me at four o'clock in the morning. You got to remind me of that. That's the one with the fucking dog. Oh yeah, yeah. That you sent me in the middle of the night, and I didn't get it until four o'clock in the morning when I got up for work the next day. And you made me cry at four o'clock in the morning because you're a douchebag. And then I turned around and sent it to my wife and made her cry. And And then then she she, called me a douchebag. She called you a douchebag and me a douchebag. And then she sent it to her best friend. And then all three of us are douchebags. We're all douchebags. Yeah. Which if you aren't familiar with this song, God, don't go watch that video. No. Um, it's 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 amazing. The song is powerful and awesome Uh and amazing. And the video is so incredibly heartbreaking. And Lewis will laugh his ass off because um you you cried. Um <laughs> yeah. He's actually does he's on TikTok doing it quite frequently. And he's like smarmy about it. It's like a supervillain. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. But that one, yeah. Um Okay. So burning. Burning. So for me, this one was kind of ho hum. Um, many of these tracks sound very similar musically. They were recorded in Lewis's apartment, and he used an electronic like beat machine to do it, like a, a keyboard or whatever track machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they're all very similar. Now that's a downside, but this one didn't really spin the needle for me either direction. A lot of these songs, while they may sound similar, the lyrics are enough to kind of move you either way. Listening to this album, I didn't really have a lot of least on it. It's very yeah. easy to listen to. It was hard to find a least favorite. 100%. And Burning was one that just, I mean, I didn't really have an opinion either way on it. I hear you. So, hear what, you. What's yours? I picked How I'm Feeling Now. Of course you did. There are a lot of good things about this track. A lot mm-hmm. of good things, and I had to nitpick on it. I do think this track ends the album well and really wraps it up nicely. Mm-hmm. I also think that the stripped back instruments, where it's just and just his voice, it's great. Uh, to me, that just goes to show that this guy can handle almost any situation musically that gets thrown at him. He handles it with ease. The thing that I kept coming back to negatively with this one was how. To me, how compared to other tracks, how simple and repetitive the track was overall. It wasn't too terribly complex um, as some of the other tracks. Again, nitpicky. This is a good track. I never once skipped it, um, but it's just like it is on the track list. 
it's just at the bottom of the list. For so me. I I think though, so he started to do bigger shows, mm-hmm. and I think he's playing. He's writing songs that are easier for the crowd to sing along with him on. Yeah, Which, not because of his his diagnosis or anything. No, but, but you want to but you want to have tracks that are singable. Yes, you want somebody that like Logic. You're not going to be able to sing with him. Exactly. Well, and you, I mean, you can if you're good enough, you can go with him. But it's one oh, of those yeah. things where he's he's doing this here, and those emotions that were on that, and I didn't not because it's my favorite song, and I I love it so much that um I'm debating on this at all. I think this emotion that he's feeling isn't. It's hard to unpackage. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a weird feeling and it it's still really weird like to tell somebody about it because it changes and right. how i'm feeling now i almost feel like he's talking to himself all this like he's he's really like coming to the self-realization of this is actually how i feel okay and he's he's yeah. like reaffirming that to himself he's not actually talking to anyone else it's really just him talking to like a mirror mm-hmm. um okay because it's this is a weird thing, but I get it there. It's just it it I felt like it ended the album very well because this yeah. whole album is filled with like highs and lows of emotion. Oh yeah. And at the very end, you're like, All right, this is how I'm feeling now. Like yeah. after going through the last eleven songs, the last eleven emotional tracks, yeah. This is what you get. Yeah. This is how this is where I'm I at. get it. So I Structure wise, I understand what you're saying with being repetitive and you had to nitpick and find something. I get yeah. that. Yeah. I think structure wise, it it if you like think about top down, yeah, it, it fits. It, but I I yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. I picked burning for the same exact reason. It just it just it didn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I get it though. I understand. Yeah. So what uh so it's time for our second game. It is time for our second game. I don't really have a good name for for the fun fun quip so we're just gonna get right into it it is time for shatner's poetry slam i'm captain kirk ladies and gentlemen ladies ladies and ladies and gentlemen this is shatner's poetry slam i'm captain kirk shatner's poetry slam all right buddy so it is time for shatner's poetry slam and if you are new to the uh the notes goes podcast hello and uh, Shatner's Poetry Slam, I've taken two tracks from this album, and I'm going to read the lyrics as monotone-esque, uh, William Shatner inflection-esque as possible, and Steve needs to tell me what tracks I am uh, reading. So, mm-hmm. Steve, here's your first one. Can't even begin to explain this all-too-well-familiar pain that comes and it goes but it gets in my bones all the same. Well, maybe I'm a fool for falling in love with you when I had nothing left to lose and nothing more I could give went down with your sinking ship. Now I don't think I'll make it through through. Now it's only the beat of my heart that reminds me not to stare at the sparks. Can't set fire to my soul just to keep you, keep you, keep you from song title. Nope. Keep you from song title alone. Because the longer you convince me to stay, 
our salvation. Is it burning? It is burning. Nice work. Like, wait a second. Yeah. All right. Here is the next one. I will be your shoulder to cry on. I will make you laugh if you need. I will play the part if you say so. Yeah, I'll be anybody but me. To tell you the truth, I'm a mess. I'm a fool. You don't know that. You never will. In my mind, it's instilled not to show that. I spend almost all of my time feeling like I'm falling even further behind. Pretender? Yes. Nice work. Like, wait a second. The the I'm a mad. I'm like, wait, I got it. Hold on. Yeah. 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 Nice work, buddy. All right. So it is time for our deep cut dark horse tracks. And I picked any kind of life as my deep cut track. Uh, similar to my favorite track, this track is stripped. Um, well, to my least favorite track, uh, it's stripped back. Um, only piano and some kind of strings, whether it's canned strings or not, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Um, that mix with Lewis's vocals um, really is magnificent. And it's one of those tracks that makes you kind of get into your feels. And honest, full, and honestly, this track made me tear up. This is a sad, sad breakup track. And the way he executes this track just shows that this guy is bringing this one to life from true stories and experiences under his belt. Um, I found myself putting this track on repeat and honestly never getting sick of it. I think when I was, so something that I do, Steve, I don't know about you, but like when I'm writing a review, like when I'm taking the notes on the specific track, like I will listen to that song on repeat over and over and over just so that way my mind is still fresh into why I hate that track, why it's my favorite, why it's my deep cut, all of that. And for this one, it was, I could keep this one going on repeat and I never, ever got sick of listening to it. Yeah, I do that with when I kind of narrow down my my three tracks. When I yeah. narrow down like where, and I, I will listen to them, unless it's my least favorite, especially if I really don't like it. Yeah. Usually after one listen, I'm like, like this album I had to listen to probably five or six times before I really settled on which one I just had to pick. This is one of those albums. This is one of those albums too, where, cause like I'll do my initial listen to it. And as Mm -hmm. I'm listening to it initially, I'll write down, Oh, this was a favorite track. This was a good favorite track of mine. This could be a deep cut track. This could Mm -hmm. be. And then as I go, I'm like, eh, that this one's better. This one, like, and I'll just narrow it down at that point. This one was hard to like narrow it down to three. Yeah. One for each category. It's very hard to do there. I mean, um, my, my favorite and my deep cut were pretty easy for me. Sure. Figuring out which one I was going to use where was hard. Sure. Like on that thing. So there was two tracks that really snuck out to me, um, of all of them. And my deep cut is love the hell out of you. Um, Okay. For the same reason that you picked you picked your your deep cut um yeah. with any kind of life um this one is also one of those ones that's kind of stripped back mm-hmm. uh Lewis's voice is just really is the star of the show here on all the tracks but other tracks 
he has a little bit more going on with music mm-hmm. on there. Um, it's a love song, a little bit of sadness, but holy shit, this dude can sing. Um, incredible, and he can go for it. Um, looking at him, you wouldn't think he could get that out of him, but he does. Um, God, God may not have given him looks, but he gave him vocal cords. Yep, for a hundred percent. Now, um, I've talked about struggle quite frequently on this podcast. This is almost like a therapy session for me uh, sure. when it comes to music and uh, Brandon and just life. Um, but the song hit me incredibly hard. Um, my relationship with my wife has, we've been through the thick, the thin, and really everything in the middle the last couple of years. And I mean, shit, the last couple of months haven't been that great uh, for us. Um if you guys in, want to go in into some, de- in, into deeper look at that, go to the Matthew West episode and the yeah, least favorite track on that one. Yeah, yeah, find that. Um, and even then, it's only a snip it's of my snip. of life, and um, it it's it's been such a crazy emotional rise. I talk about you know my my deep cut my my favorite track that I had this beautiful life. And it's amazing the things that I have to be very happy about and thankful for and bask in the in the glory of them and the, what we've what we've together created with my wife and I. And then at the same time, then I look at life and go, "Well, fuck, um, what happened to this part?" Um, I mean, roller coasters you have highs and you have lows. It just seems like we've we've been at the apex of both. Um, sure especially this last few months and through all of those things we still love the hell out of each other mm-hmm. we have a hard time showing it and we we fight and we nitpicker and we nitpick and i will tell you this i will definitely tell you never to go into business with your significant other mm-hmm. um it's it's one of the hardest things i've ever done in my life is working with with her on a consistent basis um and being that, um, I don't, I don't recommend that to anyone. It's right. hard. Yeah. Um, but it, this one just hit me so incredibly hard. And I know he writes these songs from a place of like, this is what he's feeling and doing that. But I also know in like that little devilish part of his mind, that's in love with Ed Sheeran, um, and Niall Horn that, um, he basks in the glow of my of my emotional tears because mm-hmm. he's like ha ha fucker yeah right i made you do that so like i picked love the hell out of you because it's just there's there's music that hits you sometimes and right. listening to music quite frequently for this podcast mm-hmm. does that not so I much the album was to last week but um yeah this one uh <laughs> though uh <Not> right <laughs> yeah now, Final thoughts here for me. If you haven't, we've talked about it a bunch of times. If you haven't followed Lewis on TikTok, follow him on TikTok and all of his social medias. He's amazing. He does them all himself. He doesn't have someone doing them for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he does all of this stuff by on his own, and he's he's a great list. He's a great follow, a great listen. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll make you laugh and cry and laugh at the same time in some videos. You feel really bad, but also like he makes incredible fun of himself. Absolutely. Um, I'm a bit upset that I didn't go see him in Detroit um, before he canceled his tour. Uh, that was one of the shows where the band, the, the crowd did sing for him. 
mm-hmm. um, at St. Andrews Hall. And I probably could have went to that show because it was a small show. And it was a low dough show, um, which I don't yeah. think you're going to get low dough Louis Capaldi shows again. No. Not for a while. Um, if he does tour again, and I hope he does, but I also will, will understand he doesn't um, for his own mental health um, and physical health. I would go see him if he tours again. Um, this album itself isn't bad, though. Um, as like Brandon said, I've listened to this two, three times a day for the last two weeks, probably. Um, sometimes more. It just repeats and it goes so quick that you don't realize it's gone and you've gone through right. 12 tracks and it just moves. It moves so fast. Yeah. Um, it's a little bland, though, looking at it from a perspective of it's all kind of one note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis can can belt the hell out of a ballad better than I would say many of his contemporaries. Mm-hmm. Um, his ability to, to hit those emotional notes and that emotion is probably better than like Ed mm-hmm. or even than Harry. Yeah. Like he can do this. They can do many things better than him. Yep. But this is his lane and he sits right in and he knows his job. Mm-hmm. He does it very, very, very well. Um, I do miss his humor on the album and I wish he would have included more of his, the rest of him. In his songwriting, because he's hilarious and he's witty and he's funny and he's fast and he's just there's so much more than just this painful, sorrowful man that's out there that he portrays in his music that he does other ways. So but even with all of that, the album is so easy to listen to. And I really didn't dislike any of the tracks. I had to pick Burning because I had to pick one. Right. Um, To, you know, be stay true to the game here sure but um for me i had listened to his original album i listened to the first first album i i have since yes and it's it's a lot of the same so but it's not and it's not bad if you're in that mood and you're that's what you're looking for it's great it's good it's a good like hour and a half two hours listen between the both albums yeah um but for that reason i went with a seven out of ten because Mm -hmm. again it's it's very similar to what he did before Absolutely. And I agree with the critics. I, I do want him to branch a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, just a little bit. Yeah. What about you? I agree. Uh, one thing that I love about artists uh, today is that they use their musical platforms not to kowtow to labels, um, but rather write music that they can relate to as a way to also bring their fans in uh, to their lives a little bit um, and also share their truths. Um, but Albums like this are clearly a therapy session for Lewis, and I'm not upset mm-hmm. about it. Um, if I was a tenth as talented as him and put uh, my trials and tribulations to music, I still wouldn't be as amazing as this dude is or this album. Um, I think the construction of this album is put together almost perfectly, and I could consistently listen to this album on repeat, just like you've said, without getting upset by any track. But again, I played the game. Uh, this album, uh, won't be for everybody because it's so similar to his first one, but I, I do like this album a lot. I do like his Mm -hmm. first album a lot. Um, but for me, this album is on my list of favorite albums I've listened to for this podcast in 2023 as a whole. Uh, it's not perfect, but it's definitely incredible in my opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm right there with you. Couldn't quite give it an eight. Couldn't quite give it a seven, 
So I'm going to go 7.75 out of 10. I like it. It's yeah. a very, I mean, it, like I said, it's such an easy listen. Mm-hmm. Starts off with a bang and just goes from there. And you really get that, that, that vibe. I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's nominated for an album of the year in the Grammy somewhere. Somewhere. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think it'll win, but I, it could get nominated just for best depends, pop album. Just depends on who it's up against. Yeah. I mean, it's a good one. I don't, I don't think it's better than than uh than subtract by Ed. Yeah. Which is yeah. also a pretty emotional album that maybe we'll do at some point. I don't know. They've done go. they've done Ed a couple of times, but we've done Ed a handful of times, but I just I I don't know. Um I, I think it's gonna be in the award season somewhere, but yeah. I don't know. Did you see before we finish uh new music update? Did you see Olivia's got a new music a new album coming out? I do not, but uh that, Next year. Uh, all right. So, guys, just know that we'll be hitting up Olivia Rodrigo in uh, 2024. <laughs> at so, some point. At some point, which is fine. So, so that's coming, but I saw that today, so I wanted to point that out to you. Absolutely. No, I love it. I love it. So, guys, cool. that was uh, Louis Capaldi yep. and his album, Broken by Desire to be Heavenly Sent. Great mm-hmm. album. Check it out. We love it. Absolutely love it. So uh, just kind of looking ahead, guys. Uh you heard last Tuesday's episode with with John. Um, we've got some some fun things coming, Steve, for for you and for me. Uh, we're 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 coming up um, with our episodes, just you and me. Um, we've got a new album coming out by a band that uh, is near and dear to both of us. Um, that we'll be talking about. We've got uh, some other guests lined up for uh, uh, um, kind cool. of a. A rehashing of an album that we've did a long time ago, mm-hmm. and uh, very long time ago, absolutely. And we're uh, gearing up, Steve. We're like two and a half, three months away from uh, the 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 twelve pod, fourth annual twelve pods of Christmas. There, we are currently filling that up as we go. And I yeah. told, and I told you because of how busy life has been, I am doing all the backgrounds putting it on wax right now all the backgrounds for 12 pods of christmas so uh if that gets filled up by me sooner than later you'll know why because i'm doing the background so it is what it is but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that one that should be interesting to have you do them all yeah speaking i mean you do 90 percent of them throughout the entire year so i mean i can take 13 in a month how 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 crazy can that be, right? Yeah, start working on it like September. I would oh, guarantee I'm you that. Plan to. Okay, because it's 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 not it's a lot, but yeah. um, it goes quick. I don't like Christmas songs. They don't they don't go as long usually because it's the same stuff a lot of times. Absolutely, especially with artists you've already done before a lot of times too. So more often than so, not, yeah. I don't know any new ones that are coming out this year though. I have to start. Looking. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to look. There's some I want to do some fun ones. So I was like looking on like Christmas ones. Like you know, fun Olaf Olaf and Sven have like have a Christmas album from Frozen. I thought mm-hmm. may, might be intriguing. Who knows? So there's a few of them that are that are fun ish, but also like you know, I mean we've done we've done Rides Against. We've done um, we did uh William Hong. Right. We we've done some weird ones. CeeLo was fun. Yeah. yeah. She and him. She and him. We'll figure out some. Maybe we'll. I'll throw in another TSO one this year. 
just because we haven't done one since the first annual. The first one just ended though. I mean, you're you're not wrong, but uh, we'll get there. Figure it out. It'll be fun. I good. can't wait. It'll be it'll still be fun regardless. I I'm looking forward to our fourth one. So that means we're gonna be up to to forty eight general Christmas episodes during Christmas time, and then like we'll be Absolutely. over fifty all together for our podcast. Hey, but before we go, Steve, before we go, before we head out of here, tonight, Steve, is a very big night in in, in the life of the Notes and Goats podcast. Is it? It is. Tonight, guys, is the very first open mic at McDuff's Bar and Grill. Steve, how could you forget? It's totally... How could we forget that? How could we forget? It's fine. I'm busy. Come and hang out with us, guys. Uh, at McDuff's Bar and Grill in Wayland. Steve and I will be hosting our first, the inaugural open mic. Uh, the the comedians that are on this one are incredible. It's a good mm-hmm. slew of comics. I'm excited to to hit the gym with them. I'm going to be up on stage giving a few minutes of, of, of my stuff to kind of start off the night, and we, we're going to just keep it rolling every single month. So, guys, if you are in the Wayland area, Grand Rapids area, come on down to McDuff's. Hang okay, out with us. Yeah, Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, even Lansing, if you want to. It's only like a 45-ish minute drive, not too bad. Yeah. So come hang out with us. So we're looking to fill spots for October too. So if you are a comic or want to get into stand-up comedy and you want some time, um hit us up. Let us know what's going on. We're looking to fill for October, November, December right now. Um uh, absolutely. But we're looking to fill um potentially 10 spots every month and then we're going to have two show up and go up spots so absolutely local and think you want to give comedy a shot but don't really want to sign up for five minutes um Mm -hmm. let us know and we can get you to show up go up maybe two minutes three minutes up there um see how you do but you can get up to five depending on how you do it yeah um if you're coming from further away that you're coming from lansing or coming from muskegon or you know if you're over an hour drive Let us know. We'll get you some more time. We'll maybe give you a seven minutes or 10 minutes, depending on how we can work it out. Um, but if you're coming from further away and you want to come, we want to make it more, more worth your while. Let us know. We'll help you out. Absolutely. We'll get you some more time. So if you're just, Absolutely. we just want to come out, you're just getting it started or you're under your belt and you want to try some new stuff. Yeah. We'd love That's to good. have you out, man. We're, we're hoping to build this thing out so we can do more than one a month. Um, mm-hmm. But for the first few months, we're going to just do one a month starting uh, today, tonight, the second Tuesday of every month starting today. And then it'll be uh, all the way through uh, January right now. And then we're going to kind of figure out what the next year looks like. Absolutely. So, guys, this has been the Notes from Goats podcast. Uh, I am Brandon. And I'm Steve. And who knows what we'll listen to next week because it's still not on the schedule. Notes from Goats. Notes from Goats. Notes from Goats. <laughs>